is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right, it's Sunday night fantasy football today. Welcome to the show. Adam Azer here and Jamie Eisenberg. Two-man show. Had to apologize. Could not get Heath on the show tonight. Totally my fault. Rookie move. Technical issue on my end as I am here in Fort Lauderdale in a very, very tight space with Jamie Eisenberg. Hello, Jamie. How's, uh, how's your stomach? No issues? That would be, that would be bad for us tonight. I never want to be this close to you again. <laughs> this is really awkward. It's like picture you have a closet in your house. We're in a smaller space than that. Yeah, it's, it's quite close. Uh, but, but we're here. We're going to talk about the Sunday action, which is not quite as exciting as yesterday or last week's action when Deshaun Watson went crazy. So, um, I'll ask you to lead the show, Jamie, and see what, which kind of ideas you have as a producer. But first, everybody, are you hiring? Because with ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. Producer Jamie, lead the show. What should we talk about? I mean, look, we had a crazy, crazy week leading up to week nine. And I think yeah. you look at two of the bigger storylines and how they played out. One was Deshaun Watson injury and how that would impact the Texans' offense. And DeAndre Hopkins was fine to an extent. Will Fuller was a disaster to an extent. Yeah. Um, and the other one was Jay Ajayi being traded. And he was a superstar. But I think beyond that, you had the last-minute scratches, the inactives of Leonard Fournette. What's that all about? And Zach Ertz. Well, apparently he violated team rules. Yeah, I was disappointed. Didn't show up for a team uh, team photograph, and uh, I didn't like. I never liked Picture Day. I don't blame him. I hated Picture Day. Yeah, well, that's because you had to shave your arms, shave your face. <laughs> when, shave when I was it. in like third grade. <laughs> that's well. I mean, look, you were a baby werewolf. I was so. no. I was the last person to, to you know, to grow up. To and get facial hair. Then I grew up all like at once. <laughs> yes, to get facial hair. I didn't even. Sh- I didn't use a. I used an electric razor until college. So you went from nothing to a lawnmower. Basically. Yeah. That's basically what happened. And, yeah, and I mean, well. And then the fights. I was gonna yes, say that. AJ Green. Like, dude, how dumb are you? He's got a helmet on. It's going to hurt you more than it's going to hurt him. Don't he punch got, him. He got, it looked like he got a couple underneath the, the, All right. the chest strap. Well, it was wild. And, uh, yeah, we will get into that. AJ Green was ejected. Jalen Ramsey was ejected. Jameis Winston tapped uh, someone on the shoulder for whatever reason and started a little bit of a fight. Lattimore. Uh, Marshall Ladworth, yeah. thank you. Not on the shoulder, but he tapped him on the back of the helmet. On the back of the head, yeah. Uh, okay, you see where my head's at right now. Uh, big news, Ezekiel Elliott, his lawyers reportedly are interested in settling with the NFL. Well, uh, it's not, I don't think it's going to happen, but hopefully we'll know more this week. That's saga, and then during our starter sit show on Friday, we'll get some breaking news. Des Bryant left with an ankle injury. C.J. Anderson also hurt his ankle, and he came back in. It was a blowout, but these are injuries to watch. Leonard Fournette was inactive. Chris Ivory had a nice game. Not great, but it was nice. And Eddie Lacy, Jamie, really was getting the work. You know, they said they wanted to give him the work. I said I said on the video show on Friday, Pete Carroll is the king of we're going to get this guy more involved, and it never happens. Uh, and then it was happening. He got yep. six carries, and then he left with a groin injury. Mm-hmm. So whatever. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you had Zach Ertz in active, too. Uh, Last-minute scratch because he couldn't get through the warm-ups. So that was a surprise. Left a lot of people scrambling. I don't know. There wasn't an obvious... Desha- Last week it was Deshaun Watson, this, the game he put up against the Seahawks. 
Uh, I don't know that there's an obvious, uh, you know, equivalent storyline. So let's do some of the busts. Let's get the worryometer out. And then we'll look at some guys who had big weeks like Sammy Watkins and T.Y. Hilton, Richard Matthews, and see if you think it's a one-week thing or a rest-of-season fling. Okay. That's a nice little ring to it. Okay, cool. All right. Worryometer, 0 to 10. 0, not worried at all. 10. Starting to get a little concerned. Mike Evans, one catch for 13 yards. Got the Jets next week. What what a matchup. But Jameis got the shoulder injury. Where are you on Mike Evans? 0 to 10. 2. 2. All right. Go ahead. Because of the matchup, because I think we're going to get clarity on the quarterback situation, my guess is it's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't think they're going to put James out there if he's not 100%. And he clearly revenge game. is not 100%. Could be a revenge game. Uh, shave the beard, though. He did shave Ryan the Fitzpatrick beard. Ryan Fitzpatrick shaved the beard. Yeah, he didn't play very well. Did not play well. But, look, I was skeptical of the Saints' defense. I don't know why, but I was. You know, I just looked at the quarterbacks that they were good against. The only one of I still am of name value, I, understandable. Not that, not that I don't think they're bad, but I don't know that they're great. I think they're in the middle. But they don't necessarily have to be great to be good. Oh, they don't. Oh, for you mean fantasy? I, I don't know that. No, they're I mean like just a, just just for limiting teams. I'm not sure they're a sit my player against them defense yet. No, okay, but well, I mean we're look. Nine, they've done it. We're nine weeks through the season. I know, but know? they keep getting these breaks. Like they haven't faced anyone good, and now Jameis, like they they face an injured Jameis Winston who left early. It's I'm not try, I'm not trying to diss them. I just find I it hard to believe they go from being one of the worst defenses sure. in the league to one of the best. Sure. No, I, I I certainly understand your point, and and I'm kind of with you, but it's week after week after week. You know that we keep it saying, uh, oh, okay, they're gonna falter, and you know this was a. Uh, could be the benefit of, of just James getting hurt. Well, it, Evan, look, back to Evans, though. Yeah. If it is Fitzpatrick for next week going forward, let's say for a few weeks, you think he can still put up big numbers? I think he could be at least what he's been. You know, I mean, which is, uh, not the guy we were hoping for. It's funny, man. We were talking about this today on our, on our video show that think about the, the top of the receiving list. Such a safe position. Coming into the season. <laughs> Adam, I wrote a magazine story about the Elite Eight and how these eight receivers are going to be amazing. And Brown is really the only one. Yeah. I mean, you know, A.J. Green's had moments. Mike Evans had moments. Mike, Michael Thomas hasn't really had that big, huge game yet. He's been okay. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's, you know, so boomer bust. Uh, today was boom. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been tough. And so, uh, I, I tweeted out after Evans got in a fight following the A.J. Green fight. I'm like, two elite receivers turning into boxers. And I got a lot of flag for that. Wait, like, who's elite? You know? <laughs> so. Green has had a kind of sneaky, disappointing season. Not, not bad, but even before today. He hasn't been great. He he hasn't been a no. He had that three game stretch when they fired the coordinator when when Billy took over. Yeah, yeah. I, I, right, I, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just think with Mike Evans and even Deshaun Jackson, Cameron Brait, that Fitzpatrick is going to have that gunslinger mentality this whole career, and we'll focus on you know keeping these guys afloat, especially because their defense is so bad. On top of the fact that let's just say Jameis misses one week, it's the Jets. Yeah, and so Tyrod Taylor lit them up with all his receivers for the most part having moments. You can see the same thing with uh, with the Tampa Bay guys. So if you want to look to buy low, buy low now. Worryometer on Kareem Hunt going into his buy. Nine carries for 37 yards, four catches for 24 yards at Dallas, coming off a bad game against Denver in Week 8. Five straight games without a touchdown. Worryometer on Kareem Hunt. I mean, I guess you could say it's a 4-5 or five now that he's starting to maybe hit a rookie wall. But he's still going to get the majority of touches in that backfield. They're still a very good offense. I, I, I Look. It was never gonna, you know, stay at the level that he was at after those first few weeks, but it's 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 getting starting to get frustrating. Worry, uh, okay, I'll stay on that real quick. 
how I think a few weeks ago we probably would have said maybe Bell, Elliott, and Hunt were clearly the top three. I don't they know, maybe not. They were there, yeah. How many running backs are now ahead of Hunt that weren't before? Standard, I would say Gurley for sure. I mean, he was probably ahead of him at that point as well. Right but, there. We, yeah. we were worried about the schedule. Fournette, I still think, is, is ahead of him. Um, Melvin Gordon. You would take Gordon over Hunt? At this point, yeah. All right. Um, then PPR, you know, you could throw in some of the, like, McCaffrey. Heath is on this kick of McCaffrey being better than Hunt. He tweeted that. Yeah, said, he he, said that, that was, yeah. He said that uh, about two weeks ago. In I PPR, think. yeah. Yep. Uh, Boreometer for Devontae Freeman. This is another game with around 12 carries. And single-digit fantasy points. This was this was even worse. Eleven carries, forty-six yards, four catches, eighteen yards. I don't. He may have one game. I think all year I've been giving this stats. Either zero or one game with more than twenty receiving yards. He's doing nothing in the passing game, even with catches, doing nothing with them. Worryometer on Devontae Freeman. Same, maybe five. You know, I mean, he's too good of a player that he's not going to get involved. So you, uh, he has two. Three games with at least twenty receiving yards. One game over twenty receiving yards. Okay, okay. On the season, he's been at he's been twenty exactly. What twice? Twice. Yep. Okay. And then eighteen and two of them. Uh, he That's took nothing. He I mean, took, he took a little bit of a shot in this game, um, where he looked to be wincing a little bit. I don't know if it was his stomach or hip or something. It was in his midsection area. Um, and then after that is when Tevin Coleman had the the receiving touchdown. So maybe they need to sit him dealing with the shoulder injury, dealing with some other little ailments. But faces Dallas next week. You know, if you want to buy into Dallas's run defense, then you're going to be a little bit more hesitant with him. Like I, 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 I you know, I don't know how it's going to play out. Uh, you know, Aaron Jones our start of the week. That was one guy I said I would start Aaron. Jo- I would start Aaron Jones over mm-hmm. Freeman. Yep. Um, I like your chances. You know, yeah, I, I hope so. Well, I just think it looks like Freeman is just the victim of the offense being so ordinary, going from being so great to so ordinary. But he was still getting a lot of carries. Weeks two through four, he had 18 or more carries every week. He's getting 12 carries a game now. Yep. All right, yep. and um, he's now gone uh, four, five games now without a touchdown. Same as Kareem Hunt. Worryometer on Drew Brees, twenty-two Zero. fantasy. All right, look, he's—it's not that he's playing badly. He completed twenty-two of twenty-seven passes. Yeah, we only scored twenty-two fantasy points. He doesn't have more than twenty-six and six point per passing touchdown leagues. That is very un-Drew Brees-like. Let's play a little game, okay? All right. So I'm going to give you the quarterback leaders for this week. Just those guys alone. So we're taking out. Tom Brady, we're taking out Phil Rivers, taking out Ben Roethlisberger, three guys who are, you know, generally considered among the starting group. Who would you rather rest the season, Jared Goff or Drew Brees? Definitely Brees. Carson Wentz or Drew Brees? Damn it, Jamie. <laughs> okay, so it's close. And, yeah, it's close. And don't it's even close. need to discuss it. Tyrod Taylor or Drew Brees? Oh, Brees. Dak Prescott or Drew Brees? Dak Prescott. Okay, but it's close. That means I should probably want Wentz. Yeah, it's... I'll take Drew Brees. Okay. I'll take Brees. Russell Wilson or Drew Brees? Uh, Wilson. Okay. Uh, Wilson, is Wilson the number two quarterback? I take Brady over everyone, but I think I take Wilson number two going okay. forward. Brissett, you're taking Brees. Matt Ryan, you're taking Brees. Alex Smith, you're taking Brees. Cam Newton or Drew Brees? Definitely Brees. Okay, so. No, I know that, but that, uh, this is just speaking to lowering your expectations for all the quarterback, for the quarterback position as a whole, but is Drew Brees going to pass the ball enough to put up Breesian numbers? Probably not, because this defense is might be the best he's ever had. And the know, running game is good. Bowl, and the running game is might be the best he's ever had too. You know, so you think about it right now. The the hierarchy in the NFC. The Eagles one, definitely. Dallas, yeah, I don't know. Saints, 
Seahawks, Rams, those are the five best teams. You can make a strong argument. New Orleans is too. Yeah. And so they're not going to change their formula. God, the NFC is terrible. That's five good teams, though. Is it? Like, a good team doesn't let Washington come in, play that poorly, and win in your home field. True. They 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 look bad today. That was the Seahawks we're talking about. Yeah, they look bad today. So put them at the bottom of the five. But I still, like, I still think they're probably going to – I think they're going to win the – I asked I, this question. I, they I, could win the NFC. I asked this question before you showed up in the office today. 100 bucks right now to spend on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Patriots are eliminated from the conversation. Who are you taking? Packers. All they got to do is make the playoffs. Wow. Get Aaron Rodgers back. I don't know that they're going to make the play. All right, no. No, you have to make the Steelers right now. Steelers. Okay, that would seem to be the consensus. Yeah. But before the, it was it was before the Seahawks started, myself and Pete Prisco both said Seattle. Do you feel that way now? They got no running game. They have to go on the road to win now. Yeah. Because they're, they're not going to catch Philly. We, we always discount Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a really good team. They are. They, they, I did not think Philadelphia was going to win the NFC. Now that they've got a Jai and we saw it from him today, you've got explosiveness in the running game. It's a huge deal. It's a huge difference maker. The, the, the one Big thing change. about them though is they've been very, very fortunate to play a lot of home games to start the season. Have they? They played one tough road game. And they lost two, two I guess. City. The one at Carolina, but that game was, was nip and tuck until Keekley went out and then they blasted them. Yeah. Alright, um, back to the Warriometer. Two more, real quick. Jason Witten. He's 90% owned. He now has less than four, fa- four or fewer fantasy points in five of his last six, I think. It's been bad. One catch. He is who he is. He's a guy that's gonna flash a couple of good games every now and then. He had, probably had his best games already. So yeah, he's, uh, he's droppable. Alright, Witten, we'll, we'll call him an eight, eight to ten on the Warriometer. And DeAndre Hopkins, I know he scored. Six catches, 86 yards, and a touchdown. But it was really tough. It, the touchdown came late. He had 16 targets. And the offense is just, it's so much worse. Tom Savage did not play well at all. So worryometer on DeAndre Hopkins. Two. Yeah, you I mean, still must start. Targets. He almost made one of the more ridiculous touchdown yeah, grabs. That was sick. Where he, if he, his, his right foot was about two inches away from touching the ground. And the, the catches he makes, how he contorts his body. Are just ridiculous. He's he's amazing. He he might be, just in terms of pure talent, the best receiver in football. Okay, I guess the, the only thing I'd say is I'm worried about him having the T.Y. Hilton season, and he faced the Colts and they're awful, right? So this was a good matchup for him. Is now the right time to sell DeAndre Hopkins? Absolutely. If you're going to get what he has been prior to the Watson injury type of value, you're not going to get the same value because I don't think any fantasy owner fantasy player looking at this and can say he's the same guy but did score a touchdown the somewhat novice player who's competing for the playoffs may look at it and say well okay maybe Tom Savage will still keep right. him afloat 16 targets they're going to see and that's encouraged and it shouldn't be discounted would you trade him for Kareem Hunt do yes. you think it's realistic to trade him for Kareem Hunt yes yeah now keep in mind Kareem Hunt is a buy Hopkins doesn't sure that makes it even more realistic if you want to trade him for what could be still an elite running back. Yep. All right. So think about it for DeAndre Hopkins. Next segment, one week thing or rest of season fling. Ooh, scandal here on the Fantasy Football Today podcast. Uh Sammy Watkins, 86% owned, 46% started. One catch today. By the way, Jamie nailed it. Uh, I don't know if you even looked at your DraftKings lineup and how you did, but you had Sammy Watkins and T.Y. Hilton. You were, you said it. I'm counting on these two guys to have big weeks. Yep. And Hilton was incredible. Watkins only had one catch, but a 67-yard touchdown. That's pretty good. Um, look, 
it 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 has a two week feel to it because they get the Texans next week. Okay. And so that's an unbelievable matchup, which mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton just exploited. The targets are discouraging. Jared Goff is playing out of his mind right now. I mean, that team looks awesome. They're really fun. And what? how many passes did Goff throw? He completed 14 passes out of 22 attempts, and he had 36 fantasy points on 14 completions. Um, so, yeah, he is playing great. I, I mean, the Giants are obviously a laughing stock right now. But you called it. Good job. So you, you're thinking more of like a two-week thing for Sammy Watkins. You don't think it's sustainable? I, 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 I'm just looking at the targets right now. So it's not like anybody dominated targets for them. Five for Woods led the team, tied with Cooper Cup. Five who dropped another end zone target. He was back in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that he would have come in and balanced with it. Uh, but, but they looked at him in the end zone. That's the thing yep. with Cooper Cup. They always do. Yep. Uh, Watkins only had two, but they were so far ahead. And they're probably going to be so far ahead that it's hard to say he's going to get, you know, he's only had this high for the season, seven targets. But if I, I picked up Sammy Watkins who was dropped because of his bye week in a few leagues. I have no problem going back to my start in one league as a flex because of the Fournette um, absence. After this game from Robert Woods, who's the, he had two touchdowns today. Who's the best Rams wide receiver rest of season? I guess if you had to pick one, you know, you probably ride the hot hand, which has been Woods. You know, he's just been consistent. You know, he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. This is his first time finding the end zone. But they could be amazing if they get Sammy Watkins playing at the level that he's capable of. I just don't know if they're going to get there. Not Cup, huh? He's, they're all, I, you know, if Interchange, they're, yeah. they're, they're interchangeable. Yeah. You know, they're, they're like three, number three fantasy receivers. Okay. Um, one week thing or rest and of And by the way, just play. while we're there, how amazing is that Tyler Higby scored against the Giants? It, and Everett had a 44 yard catch. Yes. Like, it is, it's, it's hilarious. Yes. You know what else is kind of funny is that this game from Watkins, I wonder where he finished in PPR. He only had, uh, what, 13 points in yep. PPR? It's not that's not great, no. but twelve in standard is pretty good. Um, Adrian Peterson, thirty-seven carries for one hundred fifty-nine <laughs> yards. Of course, he fumbled, but um, you got to sell him. You think so? He's got to play Thursday night after this workload against Seattle. That's going to be an angry Seattle defense. Look at his next four games: Seattle at Houston, Jacksonville. Which not sure what their run defense is going to be like by then with Marcel Darius and the Rams, who I think. I, well, you know, today they weren't great. I buy their run defense, but I'm not sure if I should. Uh, you know what though? It doesn't matter if they're going to ride him like this. But what do you think about Peter? But he's going to break. I mean, so, if he has okay, to, if, if he has to do this next week, he could score a touchdown. Rob, Rob Kelly scored two short area touchdowns against Seattle for the Redskins. I just can't imagine, you know, I mean, he nailed that a few weeks ago. You know, the Tampa Bay game didn't play very much for New Orleans. They get straight, he gets traded to Arizona, comes out and dominates against Tampa Bay. They have to go a long road trip to play in London against the Rams, and he was awful. And then comes off the bye week, you knew he was going to get a lot of work. Great. But now, tough matchup. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous. All right, Adrian Peterson, not as exciting, uh, not as excited as maybe you would have thought that, uh, James. No, 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 this was great. This was, don't, no, don't, but I mean for rest of season. It's just, it, I don't even know rest of season. I just want to look at, cause again, if he, if he plays Thursday and they struggle, which probably going to happen. So let's say he has the, the, the um, Rams game, 12 to 15 carries, doesn't do very much. He's going to have 10 days off after that. Peterson or Freeman, rest of season? I'll still take Freeman. DeMarco Murray? I'm still taking Murray. JJ. <laughs> Ajay. Ajay, okay. Um, I'm kind of excited about this next guy. One week thing or rest of season fling? Richard Matthews, 61% owned. One week thing. You think so? Led the team in targets for the Titans, four catches, 70 yards and a touchdown. 
I think they're going to be a better version of the Rams receivers. One, two one tough guy, matchups coming up, Cincinnati one, and Pittsburgh. One guy one week, one guy one week, one guy one week. Okay. With with Corey Davis and Eric Decker. T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I would have been dead wrong on this. I started him because I had to, but I I thought you guys were way too high on T.Y. Hilton. Oops. Five for 175 and two touchdowns. Houston stinks. They do. And his second touchdown was a little fluky, but it still would have been a really long game. Oh, he had a good a game, game when he had the first one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, look, this is his third monster game out of nine games. The other six games, four or fewer fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. One-week thing, a rest-of-season fling. I think one-week thing, but, you know, they'll they'll have moments like this. Look, he's at home against Pittsburgh. They're, Pittsburgh's coming off their bye. They've been really good. It's going to be hard to count on him in that matchup because Brissett's going to be under a lot of duress. That pass rush will be on him. So, you know, you're hoping for big plays. Again, another guy like Peterson, sell high. Right. Is it, looking at his schedule, I can, I can read it out, but is there one more, is there more than one matchup, rest of season, that you think is a good one for T.Y. Hilton? Pittsburgh, a bye, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Denver, Baltimore. That's week 16. If you play into week 17, it gets Houston. Tennessee, I guess, would be That's the only it. favorable one. But again, I think we're going to find out with the Broncos defense. That frustration setting yeah. in on that side of the ball because the offense is so bad. Well, you see Von Miller's comments? No. He said, we're a bad team right now. Yeah. They're not out of it. You know, they got off to a good start, but, but uh, yeah, they're being humble they're right now. Um, all right, Jamie. Let's, uh, let's do some winners and losers in Fantasy Week 9. And I will read the winners and losers that he submitted. Okay. Um, but uh, we'll start with your winners. J.H.I. and Carlos Hyde. So, J.H.I., what do you think? It's only really one play that was special, but shows you that maybe he just needed good blocking, <laughs> you know, to have these big splash play situations that were missing from him. Um, so again, I think, you know, you just got to start to look at Den- Denver's defense and say, not going to be the same potentially moving forward, but three straight road games for them. They're probably tired. There's right. A short week. That's a, that yeah. was a tough spot for sure. them. So you take out the 46 yard run. And that would leave him with 31 yards on seven carries. That's still over four yards a carry. So he's, uh, he's but Blunt out carried him by one. But you would have expected that, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, at least in the short term, I I, I think you'll start to see. Uh, the, he's he's going to be a number two running back. You know, whether it's a top 15 guy or top 24 guy, he's going to be the best player of that backfield. Okay. And Carlos Hyde. I mean. Beathard throws him all the time. He led the team in receiving today. He had uh, 12 carries for 41 yards, but nine catches for 84 yards. On 13 targets, right? Uh, I'm not sure about I'll that. I'll tell you right now. But, you know, he had nine catches, so he obviously had a lot of targets. The reason I bring it up is because last week, even though Matt Breida, 11 targets, even though Matt Breida had the better fantasy day because he scored a touchdown and led the team in receiving in terms of Breida, Hyde led them in targets last week too with nine. Oh, wow. So without Pierre Garçon there, he's their potentially best receiver. Okay. Except for next week when George Kittle gets to face the Giants. <laughs> uh, looking at, I don't know that way. There's much to say about Hyde. Um, he does have some tough matchups coming up, but he's got tough matchups every every week this year. I think he got ejected too, if I'm not mistaken. He, did, I'm almost positive. Yeah. He, got ejected. he threw a punch uh, after uh, Beathard took a hit. We're on the air not long after the end of that game. Uh, Heat's winners: Christian McCaffrey. And oh god, I sat Alshon Jeffrey. I haven't even checked my score in that league. Look, I don't that, know if it, that, was, I don't that, know if it ruins me, but yeah, yeah. I, I I'm in a nip and tuck one um, with uh, sitting Jeffrey too. Who who would have thought that was going to happen? He had not played well, right? Prior to this, you know, maybe you could say, oh, Zach Ertz being out, 
that would have helped him. Kudos to him. Kudos to people who started him. Um, and and look, the, you, you know sometimes you need games in in the point in the season that help you get that jump off point. Maybe last week's game was that for him when he yeah. scored a touchdown. But Denver's defense has been very good against opposing number ones, and and they they didn't do a good job today. Keep the league got beat twice. Now McCaffrey is a big winner. I, I don't want to speak for Heath because he was supposed to come on the show. I, I wasn't able to get him on, but I'm assuming he's he's very excited about the 15 carries. Yep, and Stewart fumbled yards. again twice. Yeah. 66 yards and a touchdown for McCaffrey on the ground. Now he had this great matchup against the Falcons. They can't re- they can't cover pass catching receivers, and he had five catches for 28 yards. It's whatever, but he got the lion's share of the work on the ground. He was killing the clock. Does that continue for McCaffrey? Do you buy him as a double digit carries kind of guy? He should be. There's no question he should be. But I mean, he really hasn't run the ball well. But he still should be. Neither has Stewart, though. That's the thing. Absolutely. And so I, I think yes, because it's the first game without Kelvin Benjamin. They said they need to get more speed on the field. We didn't see it really from Curtis Samuel. I don't know what the snap count is going to end up being, but uh, didn't see it from Samuel. Uh, didn't really see it from Russell Shepard. It was a lot of targets, once again, for Devin Funches and McCaffrey. And so Stewart's killing him. You know, get get the better player back there. Let him, uh, let him do his thing. Jay Ajayi, Carlos Hyde, Christian McCaffrey, they are all winners this week. Now rank them. Uh, I'll take Standard, Hyde, Ajayi, McCaffrey. No, Hyde, McCaffrey, Ajayi. PPR, McCaffrey, Hyde, Ajayi. Ajayi lasts in both. Yeah, it's nothing to do with him right. being a bad player. He's still going to be a timeshare. Man, this could be such a big trade for fantasy owners, the Ajayi trade. Just, it's so exciting to go from the worst offense in football to one of the best offenses in football. Yep. And just, yeah, just and start just, to give him more work. Since we're there, just to give you an update, um, I'm looking at it right now. Start of the second quarter, Damian Williams, five carries for nine yards. Kenyon Drake, one carry for 11 yards. Are they trailing or are they down by 30 already? Three nothing. <laughs> Oakland. I had a weird feeling that they were going to go. Uh, Maybe it's just because I didn't pick up Drake and I picked up Williams. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll see what we'll see how that plays out. Um, all right, we'll do losers in just a moment. Jamie, uh, I have a very exciting activity coming up. I'm going to eat a Butterfinger. Yes, you are. Yes, and see if I like Butterfingers. Well, well I mean, you know, people, what is what is pe- wrong with me? It says crispity, crunchity, peanut buttery. Why wouldn't I like a Butterfinger? You're ridiculous. Um, sometimes people think we don't like each other as a as a group. You and really? me, me and Dave, you and Dave. Well, <laughs> that can't be. No, I mean, we get criticized of that from some of our, our arguments. Why don't you tell me? I brought you a present today. Oh, it was really sweet. So I'm in the office in Fort Lauderdale. I came down for the Miami-Virginia Tech game last night. Very fun. And, uh, yeah, the Kansas are win national championship. Congratulations. No, they're definitely not. And um, I came into the office today about 6-ish p.m. during the games, during the, the second uh, slate of games. Jamie's got a big old bag of Take Fives. I love how he says he got a present for me. I did. Nobody ate more of the Take Fives than Jamie. You almost took five. You had three of them. <laughs> um, I was I was hoping you were going to take it home so you wouldn't be tempted. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that. Right. I can't take them home. No, you are taking them home. I'll take them home, sure. Yes. I'll give them to the niece and nephew. By the way, you have like a mel- half-melted yeah. Butterfinger here. The gas station down the street was probably the wrong place to get this. Here we go. Adam takes a Butterfinger wait, 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 for the I'll first take time. I'll take a picture so we can tweet it out. All right, you, you just action photo. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go yeah, there. Go all right. Oh crap! I got all over my mouth. 
No, it's not that good. It's not that good. You have you ever have them? Yeah, I like them. They should they should be better. They're hard to chew. Now, um, Jamie, I don't like it. Jamie, let's talk about losers. Your losers are Will Fuller and Demarco Murray. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate butterfingers. They're terrible. Oh uh, man, that's they're funny. in my teeth. I got like I'm on the air. I can't get these out of my teeth. It's terrible. <laughs> All right, can you talk about Will Fuller and Demarco Murray? Your losers. Um, <laughs> are you busy tweeting? I'm tweeting a picture. Of you. Uh, look, Will Fuller, eight targets in the game. A uh, couple wide open chances that Tom Savage didn't even look at him, especially toward the end of the game. Uh, and he finished with two catches for, excuse me, two catches for 32 yards on the eight targets. That's not what you wanted to see in a favorable matchup. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Will Fuller cannot be trusted to start next week against the Rams. <laughs> you are so disgusted by this. It's terrible. Like, like. I need to go to the dentist. These things are stuck in my teeth. I just had to throw some of the garbage. Re- revolting candy. It's the worst. Oh my. Oh, forget it. Never again. Um, how close are you to dropping Will Fuller? Not dropping him yet. What? May, one more bad game. We'll one put more him bad on the game. Drop he'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Maybe Savage will get better, but you never know. Maybe he won't. And Demarco Murray. All right. So he got a little banged up, and when he got banged up, I'm pretty sure when he was out with a with an injury briefly is when Derrick Henry scored a one-yard touchdown. Um, yeah, but this was, a, this was a bad game for DeMarco Murray. Yeah, uh, Dave was not very excited about DeMarco Murray, and this is part of the reason why, I would assume. Um, they're still going to take away from each other. It, uh, it's uh, him and Derrick Henry. So you just have to kind of understand that this is where they are as a team, um, that DeMarco Murray is uh, – is it's in a full blown timeshare, you know, same same amount of touches essentially. Uh, you you still gotta expect that Murray's gonna be more involved in the passing game, and he was two catches on two targets. Henry also two catches on two targets. So, uh, man, you're really uncomfortable. You right want now. this thing? No, I'm not eating at something. You could have the other half. No, no, I'm, no, I'm good. There's still like ten take fives I could go have. The take five is such a superior candy to this. I, I can't. Even... So um, <laughs> Murray, they had very similar stats. Demarco Murray had nine carries for 19 yards, two catches for 22 yards. Uh, Derrick Henry had eight carries, 26 yards, and a touchdown, and two f- catches for 10 yards. Uh, last week, Murray had five more carries than Henry. But I think gone yeah. are the days, though, of a 70-30-80-20 scenario. And I don't – I mean, maybe unless, they unless need to Murray pass the ball going. more, Jamie. I, I just don't know that these guys are – they're not running the ball that well. Maybe they need to turn it over to Mariota a little bit more. And he didn't run, by the way. I was very disappointed. He had six rushing yards, which surprised me because they said he was 100% healthy. Maybe he is. But I was surprised he didn't even get, you know, around 20. Mariota had an okay game with, uh, what, 19, 18 fantasy points. So those are Jamie's losers, Will Fuller and DeMarco Murray. Heath's losers are Andy Dalton and Doug Martin. Now, I don't think he expected a good game from Andy Dalton, but A.J. Green could definitely get suspended. So uh, they do have a good matchup next week. In fact, Andy Dalton was in our Beat the Waiver Wire column as they are at Tennessee next week. Like, A.J. Green might miss at Tennessee and then come back at Denver. So that would be that. Would yeah, be I mean, if AJ Green suspended, you can't trust Andy Dalton. No, and Doug Martin uh, is a loser for Heath. Yeah, I mean, this Tampa Bay offense we could have just said is a loser this week. So I don't think anybody saw Doug Martin getting benched though. Eight carries for seven yards for Doug Martin. So what, what do you what's your take on this whole situation? I just think that Dirk Cutter was frustrated beyond belief. You know, couldn't run the ball. Jameis got hurt. It was just kind of Mike Evans actually got hurt in the game for a brief moment, which looks scary. You know, he uh, he. 
his first catch, he came down uh, grabbing the back of his leg. I thought maybe hamstring, uh, something. He probably just got you know scared with something that that tweaked his knee. But um, like, do you trust Doug Martin going forward? Because this was a buy low candidate for Heath, and I totally agreed. He has a great schedule coming up. He gets a ton of work. So it's just an embarrassing performance for uh, for the Buccaneers at the Saints. Jets just shut down LaShawn McCoy. If you're worried about DeMarco Murray, how would you compare Murray to Doug Martin? I'd still rather have Doug Martin just because of the lack of a timeshare. You'd rather have Doug Martin? I don't think Doug Martin's going to share touches with Peyton Barber moving forward. We don't really have the luxury of picking and choosing our running backs. You know, there aren't that many options out there. you got to stick with these guys. Joe Mixon or Doug Martin? Still Martin. That team can't run it. These teams can't run the ball. Yeah. Joe Mixon, 13 carries for 31 yards. After, he did score. after what has happened to the wide receivers with the guys at the top. Now, granted, Beckham's injury, uh, Hilton and Jordy have had quarterback injuries, which is going to factor into how they play. Hopkins, same thing from rest of season forward. Do you think next year we're going to see the first couple rounds just heavy running backs with the guys that have the chance to be the good to great players at that position. I think it's a bit of a reflection of where the NFL is going right now, where we don't really have a great quarterback play at the moment. I think it'll get it'll get better. Maybe as soon as next year. Full season from Watkins, Carson Wentz becomes a legit I mean he's already a star, but a superstar. Um, all right, well let me let me ask right, you this. I guess what I was gonna say is that we got this crop of rookie running backs that I think have the chance to really change fantasy football for the next few years. Combine that with Ezekiel Elliott and Todd Gurley. We've got really good young running backs. So, yeah, I do think it's going to be running back. All right. Well, Antonio Brown is having a good year, not a great year, but he's having a good year. He's not having a, he's having a great year. Okay, great year. Fine. He's probably the only one I think that's going to crack the top seven or eight. Not sure if I agree. I, I think Beckham. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Assuming no injuries along the way. Le'Veon Bell is going to be a top five pick, right? Yeah. David Johnson coming back is going to be a top five pick. Mm-hmm. Zeke yeah. Elliott, barring a suspension. He won't be a tail. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> if it's six games next year, he won't sure. be. Sure, yes. suspension. Fournette will be up there. Gurley will be, will up, be there. up there. Cook. Uh, Cook, well, maybe. But Cook, Hunt, those guys will be in the conversation. Um, You're right. Gordon. You're right. Will be up there. If McCoy doesn't have any setbacks or injuries, he'll be there. Maybe not right there, but in the conversation with Brown. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, no, you're 100% right. I'm just trying to look at the... Senquan Barkley, rookie running back from Penn State. Kareem Hunt will be there. Um, yeah. All right, uh, you know what? It's time to uh, move on. Get We're almost going to get to the games, get to the leaders from Week 9. I do want to tell you about ZipRecruiter, though. If you need a job, if you're looking to hire, ZipRecruiter.com is where you want to go. And if you want to try it for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. You know quality hires keep your business moving forward, but you know it can take a lot of time to, to find the right candidate for the job. But if you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is going to make that process so much simpler. You can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Rest easy and know your job is being seen by the right candidates. That's what's really important. ZipRecruiter's technology Make sure that the right candidates find find your job. It, it, well, it goes out and finds the candidates for you is what I meant to say. Excuse me. It makes – unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter does not depend on the candidates finding you. It finds them. That's what's really so great about this website. And again, ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT is the URL if you want to try it for free. This is my favorite stat, stat of the day. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter – Get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. 80% in just one day. 
that's ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. You can try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. All right. Uh, let's go to the news and notes, Jamie. We got DeMarco Murray. Yeah. The replies to this tweet are very funny. Oh, really? Yeah, well, they like your facial hair. All right, let me, let me, let me read the notes. Marco Murray came back. He's fine. Cleveland hoping you have, uh, Josh Gordon back on the field in week 13. Uh, that's a while from now, but week 13. Mark Ingram did not have a snap inside the 10 yard line. Alvin Kamara had one, apparently. It was his touchdown run. I didn't think, though, Jamie, that there was really any, uh, fallback or fallout, excuse me, from the fumbles from last week for Murray, for Ingram. I think he's fine, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Indianapolis, they benched cornerback Vontae Davis before the game. Ben McAdoo is talking about benching Eli Manning. He's the possibility. He, he you know, brought the subject up maybe. That's a, stupid. Yeah, I mean, they're giving up on the season. They gotta look at Davis Webb. But don't. Start Eli Manning if you want. And look. And then sne- Sneaky sleeper. Next couple weeks. Matchups are great. Eli. Yeah. Not Webb. No, not Webb. No, uh, Eli, look, his interception was terrible. His fumble was terrible. Other than that, he did great. <laughs> he did fine. They, they're terrible, you know. Uh, they're they're awful. So, uh, Jacksonville left tackle Cam Robinson left with an ankle injury. Cincinnati right tackle Jake Fisher left with an illness. D.D. Westbrook did not play, but he should be back next week. And Jalen Ramsey was given the old heave ho. He was ejected. But it, he also he was informed that they thought he threw a punch. But he didn't. But he did not. Right. Um, to give you an update on the Dolphins, Raiders. Yeah. It is 6-3 Miami through the midway point of the second quarter. Jay Cutler is 11 for 11 for 113 yards and a touchdown. Two. Please say Parker. Damian. Well, yeah. Williams. All right. So All Williams right. has six carries to three for Drake. Drake has 16 yards, though, to 10 for Williams. As we told you, though, passing game, both guys. Passing two game. catches. Yeah. Same. Two catches, though. But Williams scores on a... uh on a touchdown reception. Okay. All right. And the Raiders' leading receiver, Jared Cook. Three <laughs> catches for 59 yards. Wow. Okay. I started him. I started him. Good. good Raiders' team. leading rusher? Derek Carr. No. Jalen Richard. Nope. DeAndre Washington. Yes. Two carries for four yards. Exciting game in Miami, let me tell you. Okay. Time to play Does He Matter? I would actually like to hear, though, about um, the responses to the tweet. Okay. So, so I, what did you tweet exactly? Well, I'll show you the picture. Okay. You'd like to see. Um, if you heard a thud about ten minutes ago on the podcast, by the way, that was me angrily throwing the butterfinger into the trash. I'm insulted by the butterfinger. Let's see. The picture is there's you eating a butterfinger. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, you can see a little bit of disgust. So the comments are exciting. Radio here. Um. Should I shave my arm? Somebody, somebody photoshopped <laughs> a razor instead of the, <laughs> instead of the. <laughs> no, I really have very hairy arms. Uh, somebody said, "I can't believe how long your fingers are." Uh, Azer is the only person whose beard can be seen growing in a still shot. <laughs> uh, looks like he needs a Harry's razor. Thank you for bringing up our sponsors. Yeah, that's good. Uh, looks like he hasn't been out of his house in a week. Um, False. Betty complains about how it gets stuck in your teeth. That's the butterfinger downside. Th- yeah, um, damn right. I think he needs an epilady. A what? An epilady. It's like, uh, I think a women's razor. Oh. <laughs> um, wow, five o'clock shadow. Does Harry still sponsor? Did they see this kind of? You know, I haven't shaved since Friday, actually. <laughs> so I think I'm doing okay here. Um, uh, based on his expression, no, he didn't like it. Has Adam showered in the last month? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, no, he didn't like it. It stuck to his teeth. Of course he liked it. He looks confused. And why did you say Star Kenyon drank over Damian Williams? I said that? I probably must have said that. I'm sure we all said that. Okay. Sorry about that. They had to throw fantasy football in there. Does he matter? Robert Woods, 24% owned. Four catches, 70 yards, two touchdowns. Yes, he matters. He's he's a number three receiver and a great match. Oh, my God. Great matchup this week. Sorry, who is it again? Houston. All right, right. Houston. Robert Woods is 24% owned. I liked him coming into the game because he had five catches or more in three straight games and around 60 to 70 yards. I just liked him in PPR. I didn't think he was going to score. I first still, time he scored. Still don't expect him to. His first touchdown, nice. I believe, was on the third and 30. No. Yeah, and they converted. To score. Oh, that that wasn't Tavon Austin? That was Robert Woods. It was Robert Woods. You sure? I think. Okay. Then I did see his touchdown. It was a long touchdown. Man. Well, yeah. Tavon Austin didn't score. Then it was him. Yeah. That was... That was one of the lame, that was one of the most pathetic plays of the day. Well, in, all, in any game. The most pathetic play of the day was the Julio Jones touchdown drop. Yes. The leader that of the was... almost touchdown. He could have had two big touchdowns in this game. Matt Ryan overthrew him early in the game. This could have been like a 202 game for, for Julio Jones. And it could have been potentially a 400 yard day for Matt Ryan. And Julio still had a nice game. He had 118 yards. This actually, this could have been like a 260 and two game for Julio. Left a lot of points on the board. Uh, Robert Woods matters. Does Marquise Goodwin matter? I brought up the stat that in the two games this year with more than six targets, he had 116 yards and he had 80 yards. Today he had two catches for 68 yards on eight targets. Does Marquise Goodwin matter in a Pierre Garçon kind of way? Yeah. I mean, look, they need somebody to be a leader of this receiving court. It can't just be Carlos Hyde. So next week they get the Giants. If Janoris Jenkins is out, that could be a good thing. Uh, but it's here, Kittle, Kittle. <laughs> so you like Woods better than Goodwin? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Does Corey Clement matter? Two touchdowns for the Eagles running back, and he had one last week, too. I would say yes if they didn't have their bye week, so I'm not going out to get Corey Clement. Like, if uh, if I have the choice, uh, and I'm going to give you another guy that we should have said beat the waiver wire, is Rex Burkett, because if Chris Hogan is out, they're going to use a lot of Rex Burkett as a slot receiver. Uh, Terrence Williams and Cole Beasley. Williams uh, had one touchdown. Uh, did he have a touchdown today? Uh No. But he had a big game. Yep. Over, hit over 100 yards. That's right. And Cole Beasley scored twice. Do they matter? They do if Des Bryant is hurt. So Bryant left the game with, I believe, an ankle injury. Uh, but Williams also got hurt as well. So um, you got to keep an eye on that. But Williams was, was great. That was a guy that I was kind of talking about a little bit. You know, I mean, it wasn't somebody that we were uh, over the top promoting. Um, I did like him more early in the week. When as, when Elliot was expected to be suspended, because I thought Dak was going to be throwing a lot in a very good matchup, I downgraded him a little bit after the um, Elliot return. But um, I started him in a couple leagues just with the uh, expectation of the matchup. The matchup next week is not as enticing. All right, those are some wide receivers that are widely available. Some of them depend on injury. Uh, also, Corey Clement are running back in there. But Robert Woods, twenty four percent owned. That will go up. Almost touchdowns in fantasy week nine. Mentioned the Falcons. Matt Ryan overthrew Julio on a deep ball. And then Julio dropped one. Two big plays off the board. God, that was so embarrassing. Cooper Cup dropped the ball in the end zone. We talked about that. I don't think he would have gotten in, but the important thing there was he got another red zone and end zone target. Josh Doxson was a yard short of a long touchdown. Late and late in that game, and then Rob Kelly cleaned up and got a one-yard score. was his only catch, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I'll take a look while you're talking. Cam Newton missed Christian McCaffrey in the end zone, and then on the next play, Cam Newton ran it in. So he could have had a receiving touchdown against mm-hmm. those Falcons. Eric Decker caught a ball a yard short of a touchdown, and then he later caught a touchdown. And then, oh, man, Sterling Shepard should have had a 75-yard touchdown catch. Eli Manning overthrew him. 
I guess Eli didn't really play very well today. But uh, Shepard should have had a big one. Shepard had a good PPR game. He and Ingram had almost the same stats, but uh, Evan Ingram scored. Evan Ingram's so good. I was thinking about this. Evan Ingram is possibly going to have the best tight end season for a rookie in I don't know how long. Like Hunter Henry had a good one last year because he scored a bunch of touchdowns, but I think he'll end up outscoring Henry last year. I I don't remember the last time. Jeremy Shockey? Yeah, Gronk Gronk was good. He wasn't a superstar. Right, yeah, it's it's been a long time. I don't even remember what Shockey's stats were as a rookie, but I feel like they were good. But yeah, Ingram's gonna have a great year. It All goes right. back to what you said about uh, Jerry Reese. Yeah, I don't really believe that anymore. First round picks, because Eric Flowers. Oh huh, well. <laughs> yeah, well, this will be the last first round pick that Jerry Reese makes. Evan Ingram, Carolina twenty and Atlanta seventeen. Okay, Matt Ryan, 22 fantasy points. He you know what, through. man? He would have had exactly, he would have had 23 last week if he didn't drop the ball twice, fumble it twice in the rain. Yep. But, I don't know, baby steps for, uh, for Matt Ryan? I'm, I'm telling you, man, it should have been a 400 yard day. You, you, you know, brought it up. He's, uh, he's hopefully turning the corner a little bit. They can't run the ball. At least they're not committing to running the ball. Which quarterback in this game do you like better rest of season? Cam. Cam, another bad day throwing the ball, but he had nine carries for 86 yards and a touchdown. He ended up with 19 fantasy points. Why do you like Cam better than Ryan? I will remind you, Mr. Eisenberg, you're under oath, and they have a bye coming up in a couple weeks, Carolina. He's going to run. They have a better schedule, too. Yeah, he's going to run, and that's the biggest thing, is the, the rushing numbers are such a saving grace for him. So it gives him a floor that I don't know Matt Ryan can get to. Is Cam Newton a difference maker at quarterback or just a guy you own and – Start when the matchup's right. I think he's going to be a difference maker because he's going to get Greg Olson back. I mean, you know, there are not a lot of teams that get arguably their best receiver back on the field like he's going to get. What'd you make of Tevin Coleman? Only six touches. Lucky to get a 19-yard touchdown catch. Uh, he was lucky, yes. So he's not droppable. Again, Freeman's getting nicked up here. Shoulder injury. Um, I don't know what the exact problem was for him, why he left the game briefly. But, you know, Coleman is uh, an injury away from potential superstar. Dumb. Coleman has three catches in his last four games. Yeah, not been involved as much. All right, let's see if we can try to make this into a trade show, I guess. If you find any sell buy lows or sell highs, let us know. If not, we won't force the issue. Devin Funches, though. This is good. Five catches for 86 yards on seven targets. Yep. You know, people are going to say no touchdown, but so what? You know, you can't get a touchdown every week, and um, he's going to be their guy, as you see here. Uh, the, the the one thing I was a little disappointed was not a lot of work for Curtis Samuel. Again, I want to see what the snap count was, but uh, five targets, three for 23. Well, you know what? Five targets isn't that bad when you consider Cam through 24 passes. Well, I guess that's fair. But, he's, you know, he's not going to throw more than 30-31 most weeks. Uh, Jacksonville 23, Cincinnati 7. So, like Joe Mixon, 13 ca- – <laughs> He's not running the ball well, but he makes plays when he has to. He's giving you respectable numbers. Yeah, and it was interesting that they made Jeremy Hill inactive. You know, so he got hurt pregame. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay, so that explains it. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, there moving forward. But, uh, but, but that said, Giovanni Bernard had two touches. I mean, Joe Mixon gets almost all the carries now. Yeah. They only had the ball for 19 minutes and 46 seconds. So yeah. normal game, this is like a 17-18 carry game right. for Mixon. And Mixon doesn't score. It's it's disappointing. So this is my concern with him going into the week. Um, the touchdown saved him. I'm not sure he's a sell high because I don't really know who's buying it. No, not at all. Right? He's a good player behind a terrible offensive line. Yep. Um, let's see. Blake Bortles, 
actually two weeks in a row with 18 fantasy points. Solid game. Very solid. The Chargers game. and the Browns. And then even the Cardinals aren't bad against it. Oh my goodness. And then the Colts. They have the, they should win the division. With that I, I'm actually starting to think, looking at this, at this schedule. The Chargers game is not easy. Chargers game is not easy. They, they've done a very good job against quarterbacks. So. Okay. But uh, the wide receivers maybe, I'm thinking. Like Marquise Lee. Marquise Lee's been very good. Yeah, this is three weeks in a row at least for Marquise Lee. Yeah, with, uh, 83 yards, 72 yards, and 75 yards. That's big production for Marquise Lee. He's yep. 43% owned. Now again, I think we said it coming into the week, D.D. Westbrook did not play. He's gonna, I assume, be somewhat of a factor. I don't think it's going to totally negate what Lee's been doing, but Lee is their guy. There's no doubt about it. Lee is their guy. So congratulations to you. Four years later, <laughs> Marquise Lee is a thing. Robert Woods or Marquise Lee? Marquise Lee. Is it four years or three years? It's four. This is his fourth, fourth year. year. Wow. Marquise Lee over Robert Woods? Yes. Cooper Cupper, Marquise Lee? Lee. Sammy Watkins or Marquise Lee? Lee. Whoa, okay, okay. Tennessee 23, Baltimore 20. Ugh, I think you said Alex Collins has a reality check coming or something like that. I was nervous. I really was nervous. And, you know, last minute I put him in because uh, I had to take out Alfred Morris. I thought he was the most logical next starting guy, so I put him as a start and starts it, which is why you'll see him there. But I I, I just thought that if they got behind, this was what the, the potential scenario could be. A lot more work for Buck Allen. And I don't know, again, what the snap count will end up being. but The touches were the same. The total touches. Yeah, because Allen had seven catches for 44 yards and a touchdown. I think it was encouraging. Oh, I thought he had two catches in the game, Alex Collins. So he only had the one catch. I might have written that wrong. No, you're right. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the box score. I thought he had two catches. Um, But they get behind. It's Buck Allen. They still give him work in short yard situations, which is the frustrating part of it. So Tennessee also has a pretty good run defense. They do. They, yeah. they do. So and Collins so, had 43 rushing yards and three receiving yep. yards. And the first half, it was all Alex Collins when the game was back and forth. Okay, they're going into their bye, too. Now, what are you going to do? Like, did Javoris Allen give himself longevity here with Woodhead coming back probably in week 11 after the bye? Yeah, I'm not going to drop Buck Allen yet until I see Woodhead active, uh, until I see how that all shakes out. Because they still trust Buck Allen way too much. Jeremy Macklin or Marquise Lee? Macklin at 98 yards today. Uh, he played very well. I, I still think Marquise Lee's in a better spot because of the bye week. Okay. Um, what do you think about Mariota? 18 fantasy points. 218 yards passing, two touchdowns, an interception, and, and six rushing yards. That's that's like four, it's 14 rushing yards in his last three games. What do you think about Mariota going forward? I think he'll end up being a low-end starter because hopefully with Davis back on the field, Delaney Walker had one of his better games in a while. Uh, Richard Matthews seems to be playing well. And, and they're going to be, be fine running the ball, but they just didn't run the ball very well. Okay, uh, we talked about the running game. We talked about Richard Matthews. Let's talk about the Eagles 51 and the Broncos 23. Alright, I hope, I hope Zach, I hope you're listening. So, my brother-in-law, he's a big Eagles fan. And as I knew him, you know, I've known him for four years now, didn't seem like that kind of Eagles fan. But that's because the Eagles weren't that good. <laughs> Boy, is he an Eagles fan now. And he was killing me for what we said on the air, I think it was last week. We did Watson, Dak, Wentz, we ranked them. I don't remember how we ranked them, but I think we had Wentz last. But and I think we said we like all three, though, right? Respectfully yeah. last. Like, we love all three. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I went with Dak number one. Okay. I heard about it all week. Uh, that's a, that's an exaggeration, but I heard about it a lot. So, Zach, props to, Zach, to Carson Wentz. I mean, this is a big deal, Jamie. This is against the Broncos. 
This is 31 fantasy points on 27 pass attempts. You still look at the at the number of times he's throwing and the yards he's throwing for, and you see the touchdowns, and you have to feel like there's some statistical regression coming. But my goodness, this guy is incredible. He's great, and you have to say he's the front runner for MVP right now. You know, just given oh, how, yeah. how the league is unfolding going into their bye week. Again, a lot of home games that he's played so far. Just to put that in perspective, I'll, I'll tell you as I pull it up. But, oh, yeah, weeks I, 13 through 15 are all on the road. I'm probably going to get, because it's happened to me a few times already, old take exposed because when Ertz was ruled out, I tweeted big downgrade for Ertz, for Wentz. Now, if you recall, we had a, I don't know, debate, but Dave was very high on Wentz coming into the week. I was in the middle, and Heath did not like him. I think if we, if I recall correctly, Dave had him like in the top six. I think he had him second. Is that possible? No, I think it was top fourth? top five, maybe fourth. Fourth okay. sounds about right. Okay. I had him eighth, and Heath had him thirteenth or fourteenth in that range because of the matchup with Denver. When Ertz was ruled out, I think we all dropped him outside the top ten. So we still had him as a starter, and the guy that I debated was Goff. I put Goff ahead of him. So I thought. Losing Ertz because that's the spot that you win against Denver is with the tight end. Yeah. And he did. Burton got him a touchdown. Yeah. But Jeffrey played great. Corey Clement, more, more production. That's the sign of a great quarterback is taking advantage of mismatches and finding different guys. So just, just to put it in perspective, this is their season so far. Road, road to open the season, Washington, Kansas City. Road Chargers, road Carolina. They've been home three of their last, excuse me, four of their last five games. And he's been amazing in those four games. Those, those five games. So we'll see when the road stretch starts to hit a little bit. And they have a tough three game. They also go on the road for three straight games right. later in the season. Two of those at Seattle at the Rams. Yep. That, that's weeks 13 and 14. Then, he, then at the Giants in week 15, that shouldn't be a problem. But you have to say, and it's the same thing we Who said cares about. at this point? Well, it's the same thing we said about Watson after he beat up Seattle last week. He's right. matchup proof. He is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the man. Um, who are you more excited about, Demarius Thomas or Alshon Jeffrey? Both had more than, you know, 70 or more yards and a touchdown. Jeffrey had two touchdowns. You gotta say Jeffrey just because of the quarterback situation. He's got a guy that you can count on. But go back to that email that we had, you know, uh, from our Denver fan. I I forget his name. Sorry. Me too. But he he did, he did say, and you, you researched it, that with Osweiler, he wasn't awful. No, he was good. So the numbers, if I remember correctly, Thomas was on pace with Osweiler and Osweiler starts for about, 1,100 yards, 85 catches, 1,100 yards, and like six touchdowns, eight touchdowns. touchdowns. And then Sanders was about 80 catches. He was 1,300 yards, but he was about five touchdowns. He was fewer touchdowns, more yards. Sanders was a total dud, though. Yep, only five targets. Demarius was 12 targets. So if that's what we're getting from – look, I I feel bad for Broncos fans and and how they root for their team. Fantasy-wise, though, if this is what we're getting from Osweiler, you'll take it as Demarius Thomas runner. Indianapolis 20, Houston 14. Brissett got you 23 fantasy points. That was a sleeper call for you. But we're not going to like him against Pittsburgh or the next week against the bye, right? No. Maybe against the bye. <laughs> Maybe against the bye. Jack Doyle, he's still he's going to be among the catches leaders at tight end. Eight catches for 63 yards. Lamar Miller, Jamie, he is an eight-point machine. That's funny. Deshaun Watson out, and he goes back to eight total points, 10 carries for 57 yards, three catches for 34 yards. It's nine points in uh, decimal scoring. So, yeah, I mean, that's, is this Lamar Miller? Is that what you expect? St- I, respectable I, starter every I, week? I, I, I don't understand why they, I, and I, I didn't watch this game closely. I'm going to go back and take a look. Why they, the split between him and Foreman so, so much makes no sense to me. Because, because why not just run Miller into the ground 
as much as How you can. How many carries did he have? He had 10 for 57. How many carries did Foreman, Foreman had 11 for right? 37. I don't understand that. I don't either. And, you know, Miller, three catches on four targets. He's the better player. You know, you're, you, they, they were still in the hunt. You know, had yeah. they won this game, they would have been 4-4. one four. of the only exciting games of the day. Yep. Oh, you meant, you meant the division. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans 30, Tampa Bay 10. Oh, wait, just go this. back to the Colts yeah. backfield for a second. So 17 oh, yeah. carries for Frank Gore, 51 yards. Marlon Mack, again, under 10 touches, and he stinks. <laughs> Nine exactly. Nine carries and no catches, right? No catches. I don't understand so it. Weird. I don't understand. You still have long term hope for him? Like, yes. Yes. The the thing can't that really talk long term much anymore. The thing that hurt him was them winning. Too. They were winning. Yeah. Right. All right. New Orleans thirty. Tampa Bay ten. Um, I don't I don't know that there's anything here, Jamie. Michael Thomas. No, Ted Ginn's still thing. Ted. Okay. Ted Ginn or Marquise Lee. I'm gonna take Lee. Yeah. But you really close. like Lee. Well, look, the targets have been there for him consistently. Yeah, now maybe Ginn. Ginn, I think, is, is standard, interesting. but not PPR. Ginn, the oh, thing really. with, with him is when Breeze gets ramped up, which is going to happen at some point, Ginn will get ramped up because Ginn has not been getting a lot of targets. He's yeah. just been productive with just the targets. And ball. he could have had another touchdown. Breeze missed him wide open down the middle of the field. Mm. Wide open. Four catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Michael Thomas or Des Bryant, assuming health. Thomas. Michael Thomas or Tyreek Hill? Thomas. Okay. Rams 51, Giants 17. And you know what? I was actually pretty surprised that Orleans Darkwell was as successful as he was. I was a little disappointed that they used Gallman as much as they did. Yep. But I don't think that's going to change. If they're talking about benching Eli Manning, they're not going to be benching Wayne Gallman, uh, rookie. But Darkwell next week could be usable. So don't drop him. They got San Francisco on the road. He ran well. He and, did. uh, first drive, he had a, a, a long run. Um, I don't know if that was the 24 That was year pretty run. much it. After that, he, he wasn't great after that, but he was, you know, that counts. 16 carries for 71 yards against the Rams. That was And good. involved in the passing game again, you know, for him. Two catches, eight yards on two targets. So, you know, nearly 80 total yards. With They're what just, our, with what our running back landscape is, that's yeah. going to be a flex. Yep. Yeah. And, and they could, they could put up some points, believe it or not, at the Niners. Washington 17, Seattle 14. Kirk Cousins scored just seven fantasy points. Uh, not a huge surprise, but he has Minnesota can't, next week. Can't trust him. No, but then it gets a lot better, a lot better for him. Mm-hmm. And, so, and then even, no, no, week 16 is going to be tough against Denver. But week 15 against Arizona shouldn't be that bad. Arizona going to the East Coast. Uh, what do you think about Rob Kelly with his robust, like, one yard per carry the last two weeks? No, more like two. Uh, but three touchdowns. He's like a fullback. He wasn't supposed to get this much work. We got 14 carries. They said they were going to limit him because he was hurt. Yep. I don't trust them next week either, Minnesota. No, no way. I'm not sure. I tr- oh, you know what's interesting here? I kind of brought this up on, uh, you know, I said you're going to start him anyway, but keep an eye on Chris Thompson because the one time he faced a team that did really well against pass catching running backs, he struggled and it was the Chiefs. He struggled today. 31 total yards on four carries and four catches. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his value to you, Chris Thompson? He's a starter in PPR because he'll be better than this. And he's a flex option in standard. Would you go with a Jai or Chris Thompson? Well, next week I'm going to go with Thompson. Yeah, Jai's on a bye. Yeah, uh, Jai will be better standard. PBR? Thompson. Okay. Uh, just to give you a Raiders-Dolphins update as they headed to the halftime. 30 seconds left. Raiders 10. Dolphins 6. Touchdown from? Marshawn Lynch. No. Marshawn Lynch thinks. Derek Carr, 2. Jared Cook. No, but Cook is almost at 100 yards at halftime. Michael Crabtree. No. 
I don't want to say Amari Cooper. Not even close. Cooper, no catches. Jalen Richard. Jalen Richard has not touched the ball. Johnny Holton. <laughs> you know, I re- I'm reminding me of uh, myself of that fantasy football commercial where the guy's trying to draft TJ Hushmanjada and he can't <laughs> say his name. Yeah. Hasbazili. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got two more games left, Jamie. Arizona 20, San Francisco 10. Any big takeaways here? Well, again, you know, for people that are just uh, listening to us midway through, if that happens on the show. <laughs> yeah, if you're just tuning in, <laughs> I've got J.B. Eisenberg joining me today. Thank you, Adam. It's a pleasure <laughs> to be here. Uh, two things. Um, don't bother with the secondary Cardinals receivers because none of them had more than four targets. And John Brown, one catch, 52 yards. That's going to be fluky for him. Uh, Jerron Brown, one catch for three yards. It was a touchdown. Um, and Fitzgerald still had five for 70. But the 49ers receivers, Marquise Goodwin led them with eight targets. No, you talk, or yeah. led the receiving core. High led them in targets with 11, but Goodwin is somebody that you can look at off waivers. Dallas 28, Kansas City 17. This game speaks for itself. Well, you know, Tyreek Hill got pretty damn lucky. I did not see this play. I need to see the replay. Yeah. I was driving. Um, Great play call. Craziness. Yep. Uh, Alex Smith with another good road game. Fantasy wise, through his first interception of the season. Yeah, twenty-one fantasy points for him. Yep. Cam uh, Newton, Alex Smith, rest of the season. Cam. Really? Yeah. He's playing really poorly. Really poorly. His passing is is atrocious. Let's hope Greg Olson cures that. His rushing is outstanding. Dak is so good. Dak is very good. Yes, he is very good. But he ain't Carson Wentz. <laughs> but I still don't know who I take rest of the season. Who would you take? Dak. No bye. We'll take Dak. Right. We'll, 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 we'll uh, wimp out on that. All right, and we are out on that note. That's Jamie Eisenberg. I'm Adam Azer. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you Tuesday with the waiver wire. If you're listening to us now, I'm going to say bye. Bye.